0: Live on the Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. with Kenny Sargent.
1: Beijing Doctor Douchebag.
0: Crash Gladys. Get
1: in
2: Crash Position.
1: And
0: Statman.
2: Don't overdrive the car. Here's the freaks. Tournament three.
3: Happy freaking Father's Day to all your fathers out there! All you mothers, happy Father's Day to your other halves. I'm not going to say better halves, but your other halves.
4: Smart, and or for those moms pulling double duty.
3: Right. That's a damn good. T- that's a damn good point, Crash Gladys. Speed freaks on a Sunday night, and a happy Father's Day and a happy Grandpa's Day to Statman.
5: <laughs> yeah grandpa's day i told my told my granddaughter that she was one of the reasons why it was uh i was happy father's day to me and she i could i couldn't see her over the phone but i could hear her looking at me like a cocker spaniel she didn't figure that one out for a little
3: bit now would you you being a grandfather has father's day taken on a new meaning the fact that the children that you've given birth to have given birth to other children
5: Oh without question are you kidding did, and what's what's wonderful is to watch them grow up and to hear them make decisions and to see them go through some of the same things that you went through and their their mother her mother went through uh, right. yeah it's it's more than wonderful it's spectacular Wait wait a while. <laughs> Wait till Henley mm-hmm. gets old enough to uh, invite some guys over. Dad, come oh, on, Dad. he's just a friend. Come on, and these Why are just God? my boxers. These are just my. <laughs> these are just my
3: white briefs I'm wearing at the front door, babe. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I'm uh, passing out flag jackets right now, yeah. guys.
5: <laughs> dad, come on. Yeah, just go back in the. We're only watching TV. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: no. Yeah,
5: in I the could,
4: basement.
3: Right, I could see this. That's that's true, Crasher. I could see. Does your dad always have to sit in between us? <laughs>
5: <laughs> does oh, Does he God. carry that gun everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> no. God.
3: What's up with them army boots he keeps wearing, man? Does he always have to
5: smoke a cigar in the basement? He's got a cigar, some briefs, and some army <laughs> boots, and a sawed-off shotgun. That's the dress of the day. Oh That's man! All we, all we need is about... you
4: with all we need is you with a sewer line in your in your hand, and you'd be Cousin Eddie right there. <laughs> <laughs> right?
5: That's in about seven, eight years, ten years. Oh, no. There you go, partner. There you go.
3: I think there. I think there's a gentleman. I think this was um, Richie. I'm gonna leave it at Richie, who's with Lucas Oil, that shared with me the uh, the first time that his daughter went out on a date, and he introduced himself to his date, and he put a big fat kiss on his face with a little bit of tongue, and he says, oh. "Anything that you do to my daughter, I'm going to do to you." <laughs> Just like that," <laughs> he said. He said, "Never saw that man again." <laughs> yeah,
4: I wouldn't think so.
3: Oh, that's how we roll uh, here in the Freak Nation.
4: Your dad's a freak.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he is. And uh, little, little do I know what I'm in store for when mm-hmm. those when those moments hit. Uh, and and I did this. It was this week. And I I knew that it was going to trigger me because there are certain triggers, and it was the 50th anniversary of Brian Piccolo's death. Oh, that's right. And if you've never seen Brian's song "Freak Nation," it's a it's it my in my eyes it's the greatest sports movie ever. But when that movie came out, I was maybe eight or nine years old, and I watched it was it was made for TV movie, and here's. Uh, a black guy and a white guy. And from what I understand, it's it was the first black and white running back tandem with the Bears. There's so what what it's, the, the story is incredible. But Brian Piccolo passes away at 26 years old in the movie, but once you hear that speech that uh, Billy D Williams who's playing Gale Sayers starts to give that speech and that music kicks in, it's over. It's absolutely over. I'm just a full-fledged Uh, Tears down the shirt. But when those milestones happen with my daughter, I don't expect it. But then again, they're going to happen.
4: You've already noticed it. Yeah. Like her quasi-graduation from kindergarten. You're like, I'm not crying. You're crying.
3: Yeah, when she's (laughs) walking into kindergarten.
4: Oh, my God!
3: (laughs) Jeez. Uh, trust me, we'll have some motorsports conversation coming up here on the Father's <laughs> <Somewhere>. Day special. <laughs>
1: Somewhere.
0: Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined the
1: Freaks.
3: Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Supercross retired rider Chad Reed here in the Freak Nation. Running on those General Tires in the ARCA Series yesterday afternoon at Talladega. Drew Dollar, your winner, will be here. The first Crash Gladys Pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Check out the tires for your righteous ride. You got a big fat truck, an SUV? Make sure you're rolling on General Tires. Crasher?
4: Well, racing on this Father's Day weekend featured a load of firsts. Get this. Three first-time winners and one first-time champion. So listen up. As you know, the Supercross season required a lengthy COVID-19 break from March to May. But after resuming, they had the final seven, lap, seven events in 22 days and only in Utah. Today was the official season finale where we not only saw Chad Reed retire from the top ranks in the sport over the last 22 years, we also saw Zach Osborne win the final event, his first win in the Big Boy 450s. And then, get this, Eli Tomac clinched his first championship after four runner-up titles and twice winning the most races on a season. Finally, Daddy Eli Tomac is your Supercross 450 champion. And yes, I said daddy because, well, he just became a dad on April 26th of this year. Happy Father's Day. What an emotional roller coaster 2020 has been for him. Your champions also in the 250 classes in the East, the title went to Chase Sexton and in the West it was Dylan Ferrandis. NASCAR was rained out for the Cup Series on Sunday, which by the way, is rescheduled from monday at 3 p.m eastern but the arca and xfinity series both raced on saturday and the soon-to-be rideless justin haley won his first xfinity race by beating teammate ross chastain to the finish line by less than three tenths of a second at the end of a three-lap dash drew dollar won his first arca race also at Dega, and he also drove a masterful race to take advantage of his teammate spin with just a few laps to go like kenny said dollar will join us in just about 15 minutes now I know you all want some updates on alex zanardi on sunday the santa maria alex scott hospital in siena said that the longer alex zanardi's vital signs remain stable the better off he will be he had a crash a very serious crash on friday on his hand bike and unfortunately after what three hours of surgery facial surgery and brain surgery he still may have some unforeseen complications but alex zanardi is is in a medically induced coma he's on a ventilator and, hey, prayers up for Zanardi. Doctors said he does have serious injuries, and he is severe right now, but please, let's keep praying for him to recover.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefine.
3: The summer, it's quickly approaching, and General Tire wants to put some money back in your pockets. Because now through April 30th, with the purchase of four new qualifying General Tire passenger tires, you'll receive up to a $70 Visa prepaid gift card. Choose from the Summer Ultra High Performance GMAX RS, the All-Season Ultra High Performance G Max AS05, and the All-Season Touring Ultimax RT43 lines. So prepare to prove that anywhere is possible this summer with General Tire. For more information, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, driving speed freaks for 20 years
6: Your Mav TV.
1: You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined.
7: Coming up at about
3: ten. 10 minutes, I believe. Drew Dollar, Talladega winner for the ARCA series, rolling on those general tires. Also, Bobby Bennett from Competition Plus. Chad Reed, his last ride as a full time supercross pilot there in Salt Lake City. He'll be joining us. And Lauren York, actress Lauren York, will be here in the Freak Nation. Crasher, touching on something from your pit news and notes. And you said seven races in 22 days. I know that the time on the track wasn't as as stringent as it is typically on a weekend, a supercross weekend race, but the fact that you're these guys are running seven seven races in 22 days, just look, look, look at it this way. Seven races, if my math serves me correctly, that would be what seven times seven is what 49 days, right? You would get yep. seven races done in 49 days typically. And stat, crash, you guys, anybody that's ever seen a Supercross motocross race, you know that there's not much tougher than these type of riders, drivers, depending on how you want to call it, than Supercross riders.
4: Oh, yeah. They are some of the most physically fit athletes in the world, more than any of the bike riders because they've done tests on this, comparing them to the riders from 24, uh, 24 hours of Le Mans. What am I saying? Tour de France. Right. And so, yeah, these, these are some of the absolute best well-tuned bodies in the, in the world.
3: Seven races, Statman, in 22 days
5: of Supercross riders. That means every three days, practically, they're running a, a race. That's like a week. <laughs> On Friday, they <laughs> run a, a, a race. On Sunday, they run a race. On, uh, what, Tuesday, they run a race. I mean it's they never stop and they're always like you said crash these are some of the fittest uh guys in all of sports basketball football hockey mm-hmm. certainly baseball everybody has to bow down to these guys
4: Yeah I think it was basically they started on a Sunday and then went yeah from there they went Sunday then Wednesday Sunday Wednesday Sunday Wednesday Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday insane
3: and you've got to get geeked up for these these, it's all in the same stadium granted they changed up the track somewhat between races but there's zero fans it's all you're chasing a title with your contemporaries you're not doing it in front of people in seven different stadiums no it's all in the same damn stadium in salt lake city yeah
4: rice eccles stadium it's just yeah i mean this is our new normal right now in in sports just to get to that point was pretty miraculous so, yeah, just however they were going to finish their last seven races of the season, they did it. They found a way.
3: Coming up in a moment, your Statman, Scat. Everything to do with Mercedes-Benz and one of the most popular athletes on the planet. We'll get to that. Talladega postponed until tomorrow. Rain decided to rear its ugly head and, of course, postponed the race for tomorrow. Uh, Statman, Crasher, it didn't postpone someone that had the balls to pull a Confederate flag behind... A oh. little single engine Cessna saying <laughs> yeah. defund NASCAR or the idiots in the in the trucks that were rolling outside of the track with all the Confederate flags
4: up and down Lincoln Avenue apparently yeah. outside the track. I mean, we knew this was going to happen, and that is not NASCAR property. So I. I I guess they still have the right to do it, but those people cannot go on the property. That
3: man, there was one thing that I did saw. I saw Steve O'Donnell, who is one of the executives with NASCAR, who on Twitter came out and confronted that confronted that banner. And again, when I see something like that on Twitter, I think, wow, how far we've come to having a paid executive with NASCAR come out and call it like it is what? with this banner that's up, that's up there for many to see. And he posts a a graphic of a black arm and a white arm hand in hand saying, this is what you're going to see here.
5: Not that BS up in the air. The sooner they get around to this, the better it's going to be because those people are going to leave. They were there for something other than watching the race. They were there to drink beer, to party and to hoot and holler and to wave the flag. Now, if they can't do that, then they got to go that do that somewhere else. Now, if when those people leave, there's going to be some other people that are going to come in, black, white, brown, yellow, whatever they're going to be. But mm-hmm. they are going to be people that weren't comfortable around that are going to come in and watch the race and get an idea of the excitement of a NASCAR race. And they're going to replace those people. And eventually NASCAR is going to be the better for it.
4: We're actually lucky that these hoodlums, I'm just going to call them, showed up. Well, it's its what I'm going to call them. It's,
0: I love it. It's,
4: we're, But we're lucky that this happened in the year 2020, the year of COVID-19, because we don't have very many fans. I mean, this was supposed to be maybe 5,000 fans top in a 100,000 fan stadium. So, yeah, we're lucky that this is not happening to full-capacity stadiums. I mean, it, it could be 10 times worse and I don't want to see that right now. This is the the way that NASCAR is is very fortunate to be able to have a softer way of of promoting their newness, their mm-hmm. their their new acceptance to everything.
3: We call it in the business a soft launch.
4: That, that's <laughs> kind of what I was getting at.
3: Thanks <laughs> to COVID. Statman Scat coming up in moments, Drew Dollar, and one of the more incredible finishes. What well, the most incredible finish that you're going to see this year so far in the ARCA series race. Running on them general tires at Talladega yesterday. He'll be joining us. Drew Dollar, your winner. Also coming up, Bobby Bennett. Bobby Bennett from Competition Plus. But first, Statman
2: Scat.
8: Good evening, my fellow citizens.
2: I've always wondered why Mercedes doesn't do more marketing with Lewis Hamilton here in the United States. The six-time world
5: champion driver is one of the most recognized black men in the world. Hamilton now, though, is speaking for himself and he might be heard on his own, even here in America. He's announced a commission designed to use motorsport to advance education and opportunities among black youth. In the Times of London, Hamilton announced a partnership with the Royal Academy of Engineering. The Hamilton Commission will focus on how motorsport can be used to increase interest and opportunities for black youth in science technology engineering and math in the times he wrote if we want to change things in a real way we need a more diverse group of people in positions of power but that ambition becomes a lot more difficult if kids aren't getting the education they need maybe mercedes can back a similar push here in america black americans buy their cars maybe they should respect that more peace
7: I'm going to tell you how
9: you can get real healthcare for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable healthcare for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly healthcare payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current healthcare. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health
3: 426-2301. Lucas Hall Studios Freak Nation, thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. You follow us on Twitter, right, at Speed Freaks, and of course the website speedfreaks.tv on many affiliates across the country. Thank you guys for hanging out. Stat Man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. And now, for the first time in the Freak Nation, Drew Dollar, your ARCA Series winner from Talladega, running on them general is joining us here in the Freak Nation. You were talking about this before we went live, Drew, that it really hasn't sunk in just yet. And you're right. you got to turn this thing around and head to Pocono now.
10: Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess yesterday it just, Everything kind of happened so quickly there at the end, and uh, and then and now it's already focused, turned to Pocono, so I'm really not going to have much time to enjoy it. Obviously, I enjoyed it last night and this weekend, but um, <laughs> won't have much time other than that.
5: When you laid your head down on a pillow or wherever you laid your head down last night, did you see that finish? Did that drama put you to sleep last night?
10: No, I actually watched it. I, um, yeah, I wasn't really replaying in my head. I was actually watching it, um, watched it a few times before I went to bed, and kind of obviously stuff on social media. Been getting a lot of notifications, um, definitely more than more than normal. So uh, replying to people's texts and and Snapchats and stuff like that. So I was kind of busy doing that yesterday, but um, you know, definitely went on YouTube and watched the replay of some of those, some, <laughs> the end of that race.
4: That's just so awesome. I I love talking to drivers after their first win, their first big boy win. It's just, it's incredible the the slew of emotions that you're going through, especially when you get a win like you did. But for anybody that says, oh, he was in the right place at the right time, no, no, no. You were pretty dominant at the beginning of this race. You had it pretty much from start to finish, and Mm -hmm. that's not the easiest thing to do at Talladega.
10: Yeah, that's kind of... Looking at people who, who kind of just said right place, right time. I mean, I was right place, right time, but at the same time, um, you know, I had the fastest camera out there, I felt like, and, and we really deserved it. Um, a few times I went for the lead. My spotter told me 10 to go and it's time to go and your, your teammates are going to stick with you. Uh, well, unfortunately, that stuff didn't, didn't work out like it should have. And, uh, you know, try to get around the 18 car once or twice and kind of, got stuck with some bad blocks didn't really get any help from out back, but um... So, so that hurt us a little bit getting to the lead but yeah i mean i felt like we were the fastest car there and, and and we deserved it more than anybody honestly
4: and talk about how it's it's a bit of an emotional win for you as well considering obviously all the time off that we've had but you've had some mm-hmm. personal issues time off as well
10: yeah it, it, it was uh... It was a little bit emotional just because um I lost a grandfather over over the break and actually about a a little bit over a week ago now, so that being the first race back after that was definitely definitely something I needed uh to win so that that emotionally that felt really good for me but um but also yeah, getting all that time off and being able to come back in your first ARCA race being. One one of the biggest ARCA races of the year, obviously Daytona's probably number one, and in, in Talladega's, I'd say uh, a near second. But um, yeah, just to be able to come back and, and start 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 the season off right um, with the return turn to return to ARCA racing.
4: Drew Dollar joining us here in the Freak Nation, winner of the ARCA race at Talladega over the weekend. And can you give us a little bit of insight into your head, into your psyche of? You know, so much downtime. Granted, you had a late model race in there, but all of that time to just be alone and, you know, then focus on family a little bit too, unfortunately, with your grandfather. But how much did all of that together combine to make you just so ready to be back in the seat this weekend?
10: Yeah, um, you know, I really didn't stop uh, training and all that in the downtime. I was back home in Atlanta, but constantly getting, um, you know, workouts, and staying in, staying in communication with the folks at Toyota on, you know, staying in shape and all that and, and being prepared for that return because we really weren't sure when we were going to get back to racing. So I probably took one or two days off of, uh, off of working out, you know, when, when all this stuff started happening, but, but once I got back to it, it was really, uh, you know, no, no end to it and just, just kind of put all I could into it and, and took uh, took this time off as kind of a just a time to get better, my, just better myself and, and kind of focus on myself. So I felt like uh, I did a pretty good job at, at keeping it in shape and uh, felt like I was ready to hop in that car when we did.
4: Well, one way of doing that is yoga. Did you ever master that mm-hmm. stance? That what, what was it? Was it Toyota that was trying to have you guys do some uh-huh. of these poses?
10: Yeah, they, uh, they sent something out and said, you guys need to try video and all this and of us trying to do headstands and stuff like that and uh still haven't still haven't gotten that one hundred percent. Still gotta work on that, but um but I definitely wanna get that finished and then hopefully eventually maybe I can walk on my hands. That, that that'd be the end goal for me.
5: Oh. Drew Dollar won the Arca race at Talladega on those General Tires. He's in the Freak Nation right now. Drew, you run on small tracks in the east and the west, but when you go to these big tracks like Talladega at Pocono, it's coming up. Do those big tracks and that speed, does that get your undivided attention?
10: Yeah, um, I guess you're able to do some iRacing and, and visit the Toyota Sim, and that, that all helps a lot, kind of knowing, knowing where you're going to be on the track and also watching the race, past races, and all of that. So, uh, I think I think the the main spot you get lost at is in the pits, I feel like you know trying to find your way out <laughs> on the track or back in back into the, your garage stall. So, other than that, though, I think think it's always a little bit different when you get there out on track than it is you know on the
5: sims. But uh, over overall, it's uh, overall it's pretty close. Drew Dollar, were you ever able to relax in that race or were you tensed up from beginning to end?
10: Uh, yeah, I felt like I was able to settle in and relax pretty easily. It's definitely a lot easier when you're riding up front and all you're having to watch is, you know, the lap cars that you're having to having to pass, but you know, I had a really good spotter, Joe Joe White was over the radio and he was just telling me the whole time, just Sunday drive, keep it on the yellow line, nice and easy. Um, kind of every single lap just Keeping me calm, keeping me focused, and all that stuff. So that wasn't too bad. You know, a few times there was some um, movement out back. Uh, you could tell some of the guys out back wanted to maybe lead lead a couple laps. So that that was when you tense up a little bit. But overall, it was pretty relaxed, especially the first half of the race. And then once we got into the second half of the race, and I was running second, um, I was able to settle in pretty good there as well because I was just. Knew we were going to be able to sit there until the end and be ready to make a move.
3: Have you ever saved a car like Michael Self did yeah. with that <laughs> with, with with him being able to I mean, that thing was that thing was gone and then all of a sudden uh-huh. bam he's got that thing back on the track. Have You ever been in a situation like that?
11: Only
10: on iRacing, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've never 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 experienced anything like that. That was pretty crazy, but. It was, uh, you know, luckily for me, we didn't have a caution. I think, you know, we would have been the race leader and we would have been able to start from the pole, but you just never know what's going to happen uh, on a late race restart, especially on a track like Talladega. So it worked out for the better, and, and, I, and I shot him a text after the race I said, thank you so much for saving that.
4: <laughs> oh. True, no yellow. <laughs>
3: And it, it, yeah. it goes without saying, what Venturini, Venturini Motorsports has done for the Arca Series and motorsports in general to field these cars and the personnel that they've got behind the scenes, it's absolutely bonkers. And it's it does mm-hmm. put pressure on guys like yourself. They're, they're giving you a damn good car on a, on a silver platter. Oh, yeah. you got to go out there and win with that damn thing.
10: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think a lot of people can feel pressure from it, but personally, it's uh, not really like that for me. It's just kind of like I'm just ready to go take that awesome car that they're giving me and, and go win, and not just for myself, really really the team, because that's, that's, the, most, that's the most fun part about it, I feel, is, is winning for the team and, and seeing how excited they are about it. Um, so yesterday was, was super cool just to get that win crossed off the list for them, and, and we know we're going to see some more throughout this, the rest of the season, and hopefully we'll go into Pocono and get another one.
4: Let's get you a win with a bunch of fans in the stands too. I mean, was that oh, just yeah. a little weird? Not hearing people once you got out of the car.
10: <laughs> it was weird. I mean, uh, yeah, I just got out of the car and wasn't wasn't quite sure what to do. Um, yeah. And then the same thing in, in victory lane. I got on the team wasn't allowed to be there, so I kind of just got out and posed for the cameras and, <laughs> and took Jeez. some pictures. Uh, you know, but yeah. at least
4: he was flying the V in victory lane on the face mask.
3: True. Wow. Who is the, who's the, what's the best text or call that you got after this win?
10: To be honest with you, I can't, I can't choose one. I think, uh, overall, the support was just, just cool to see from everybody. Um, As as well as a lot of friends from high school. I mean, Hmm. some of them I hadn't talked to in a little bit. A lot of them I have kept up with, but um, just a lot of text from from my friends who know nothing about racing, but, you know, they turned the, they turned the race on TV just to, just to watch me. So I thought that was pretty oh, cool. Oh,
3: sweet. That's badass. That's cool. Well, Drew, we hope you get, we hope to get you back in the Freak Nation more often. Of course, that means you're going to be winning more races, buddy.
10: Right. Yeah, hopefully next week.
1: <laughs> That's <Attaboy>. right. <laughs> Drew,
3: congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you, sir. You know, Statman, running Talladega, no fans in the stands. You get a win like that, and you're, again, 19 years old. And you can interview like that. Again, it continues to astound us that these young ARCA drivers sound like they've been interviewed for the past 10, 15 years.
5: Did you catch that line, friends from high school? Now, when was the last time (laughs) you heard a stock car driver mention? The best thing about it was that my friends from high school who called me, and that was a lot of fun. (laughs) He was in high school about eight, nine months ago.
3: Who have no, it even said something to the fact that 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 they really don't follow him or follow what he does. But he's hearing from his high school buddies from about a year yeah, ago.
5: Right? You know, I mean, it's hey, let's see, let's see what Drew's gonna do. <laughs> you know, <just> come on, <laughs> friends from high school. You know, he's just nineteen go out there years old. Nineteen years old. You know, the thing I'm drinking water out of right now is older than him. <laughs>
4: He was born after we started Speed Freaks. Because Speed Freaks, we are 20 years old, coming up this next weekend. How about that? He's 19.
3: When we started this damn thing, he he, he wasn't even a gleam
5: in his daddy's eye at that point. Not at all. (laughs) That is bonkers. Wow. There you go. Uh, Bobby Bennett
3: coming up next segment with Competition Plus great insider when it comes to the nhra and drag racing in general
4: speaking of 20 years he's also celebrating his 20 years of competition plus plus.
3: and he's probably celebrating the fact that he can wake up every day now yes. he's gone through the COVID 19 madness we'll talk to him about that coming up as well as where is the nhra in all of this does he really believe that they're going to get back to drag racing as soon as they intend to so we'll get bobby bennett coming up here in the freak nation also coming up next hour, Chad Reed, who today was his last race. Crashing,
4: yes, yes, he has finally hung it up. One of the old guys, even though he's what young forties, <laughs> but considered an old guy. Yeah, when he's it comes... thirty-seven. Is he? So he's not even forty. No. Oh my gosh. Okay, but that's considered old in Supercross. But yeah, today, I mean, he started this one last ride at the beginning of the season. You know, obviously planned for it all through the offseason. And then to have your retirement year, I mean, we've got a lot of guys in this position. Jimmy Johnson, Tony Kanon, Chad Reed. I mean, COVID-19 coming in the middle of your retirement year and, and just causing, wreaking all havoc. It's bizarre.
3: 37 years old, having to run seven Supercross races in 22 20. days, what oh would typically God. take about 50 days to run seven Supercross races. Because you talk about the pain and the agony that these Supercross riders have. Sunday morning and Monday morning when they're waking up a day or two after the race and then having to get back (laughs) up. That is just stunning that these guys can do that. So, yeah, needless to say, a big second hour coming up. But coming up next, his name is Bobby Bennett.
9: Uh,
3: He's been through the COVID-19 virus, uh, and he lives to tell about it. Also curious on his stance where the NHRA, NHRA is. Uh, with the coronavirus. We'll get all of the, to that. Coming up next, Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: Hey Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com.
3: .com and
1: get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: I like digging holes and hiding things inside them.
1: When Freak Nation I coming up down. in the second
3: hour. Lucas Hole Studios, Chad Reed. <laughs> His last race as a full-time Supercross rider was this weekend in Salt Lake City. He'll be joining us next hour. And actress Lauren York, second hour of the Freaks. Good to get this guy in the Freak Nation for numerous reasons. One, the fact that, and I'm not being flippant, that he's still alive. He went through COVID-19, came out the other end, and thank goodness could pick up the phone and give us a call. Bobby Bennett, editor of competitionplus.com, your go-to source for all things drag racing, Bobby. How in the hell are you feeling right about now, Bud? Well, I'm
11: feeling a lot better than I was 80 days ago. I can tell you that much.
3: Yeah, it, that's that's what's fascinating about this, Bobby. For me, at least, is that it is 80. I was thinking five or six weeks ago, but it's been that long since you went through COVID 19 and and all those dire circumstances. Now, what are what are the repercussions? Are there any repercussions? Uh, now that you've had that? Well, uh, you know, I, before I got sick, I mean,
11: uh, I still maintain that somewhat of a linebacker figure, albeit gravita- gravitational pull been kind of tough on me over the years being on the road, but, you know, I used to run two and two and a half miles. Now I can run a mile and sound like a a, a, a fat boy running a 10-yard dash because you just can't breathe after this deal, and uh, unfortunately, there are after effects of this stuff you just don't ever shake shake out of. You know, there's, uh, you know, y- you can't breathe. On on the best day, I could probably get about ninety four percent oxygen percentage, and I really didn't have the breathing problems till after I was past the COVID. And of course, there's the migraines when they come through. I mean, it's just like somebody sticks an axe right in the middle of your forehead on the back and you know it's just stuff like that and you know there's some psychological stuff but you know Mm -hmm. anyway that's that's just what it is you know some people win the lottery i won covid lucky me oh boy
3: bobby bennett competitionplus.com editor and creator of competitionplus.com joining us here in the freak nation before we get into some nhra questions do you know how you contracted it uh, I'm about,
11: you know, the whole thing is, is everybody has a belief of where they got it, how they got it and all, but nobody really, really ever knows where where they get this thing because you never see it coming. You only know it's coming when it slaps you in the face. And, and the thing is, is I was coming back from a, uh, from a, the Bakersfield March meet And I was on a flight from uh, LAX to Charlotte, you know, because I, you know, I was going on like seven weekends in a row on the road back and forth from the, you know, the east and west coast. And so I caught this flight and I, and the whole plane flight, people are coughing, hacking, coughing, going on. I'm like, oh, great. I don't have a mask, but you know what? This COVID crap happens to everybody else. So, I was on my way to the NHRA Gator Nationals, and my uh, staff photographer, Roger Richards, who's been with me for like 20 years, you know, when I got this crazy idea to put the news on the internet, uh, he <laughs> he said, Bubba, you, you might as well turn around and go back home. I said, what? He said, they postponed the event. They're, they're going to run it later on, this COVID thing. I said, you've got to be... Freaking kidding me and I don't think I said freaking uh, I, I just said this, this is stupid all this is is political it's a hoax oh my god but you know what I'll take a weekend off so I turned around and came home and the next morning I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to fill content for the whole weekend and then the hoax hit me and boy it was like I just automatically felt like a, a a nitro car running on four cylinders. That's how bad it hit me. And I'm like, oh, crap. I said, that's just great. I got the flu now. so <laughs> I just told my wife, I said, I'm going to go lay down. And she said, you must not be feeling well because <laughs> I'm just grinding all the time. So I go to the uh, – I, I get up the next morning, I feel worse, and they give me uh, – Uh, uh, you know, like a, uh, antibiotic and it makes me worse. And I'm like, well, this is not having the desired effect here. So it was like everything they would give me worked just the opposite against me. And I'm like, this is like no flu I've ever had. So, you know, like fast forward two days later, I'm starting to run a fever and I go to the hospital and I'm running a fever that has grown like within an hour, one degree, one full degree. And uh, the doctor comes back, and he says, well, you don't have the flu. I said, no crap, Sherlock. Uh, of course, I was feeling pretty full of myself about that time. You know me. I'm not one to really hold back, not in print or, you know, to a doctor. I <laughs> love so he, Yeah, he said, well, here, sign in. To, uh, we're going to give you this login. You can sign in to My Health Updates. And if you need to communicate with your doctor, you can. Well, I went home that night. My fever went all the way to 103, and then it just kept every day. It would break in the middle of the night, and it would just keep going up 103, and then it went up to 104. And this was like Thursday of this week, and I said, I wrote a letter to this My Health Update to talk to my doctor. I said, and this is the headline on my email, and I was not exaggerating, all caps, it says, I am dying here. And it's, I just, I explained everything I was going through. Uh, I said, I can't eat. Uh, I can't keep anything down. Can't. My stomach's just a mess. I'm running a fever and everything. So I go to bed and, that night, and then I get an email back the next day from their customer service, this hospital. And it says, you have sent this email to the wrong place. Oh. This is customer service. Please reach out to your doctor uh And talk to him, or if it's an emergency, dial nine one one. I said, "Oh boy, that's just great," you know. Trying to, I, I might as well have been trying to call Mars to get my doctor. I mean, it's just like I had the plague. And so I had a friend that owned a funeral parlor, uh, a funeral uh, home, and I didn't call him because I needed to make arrangements. So I just called him. I said, "Dude, you got to." You got to talk to the DHEC people, Departmental Department of Health and Environmental Control. I'm sorry, I'm still just a little bit short of breath. It's still, still the 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 uh, struggle is real here. But uh, and I told him, I said, I, I'll not make it another day. And uh, he called his his uh, connection, the big head lady at who was heading up the COVID-19 in South Carolina. Because you got to remember, this this thing was like rocket science. Nobody knew anything. And so they, uh, the lady got on there with me because of HIPAA law. She couldn't let him tell her anything. She had to hear it from me. And uh, it was a three-way call. She asked me to hang up, and she told him to get him to the hospital. He'll not make it another day. Not gonna, oh, he yeah, won't make man. it another day. So uh oh uh I got to the I got to the hospital and you know I, I've got type 2 diabetes. I uh, actually that's drag racing because when I started this deal I was perfect health athlete everything. <laughs> and then I got type 2 diabetes and this is how I handled that with my doctor. He says you're a diabetic. I said I don't have time to be a diabetic. He said well it's got time for you. So <laughs> you know so <laughs> this <laughs> You know, the, the sad part about it is is you're isolated in there. A- in your bedroom before, you know, I, all of this, I would not let my wife or kids around me. So you feel like the ogre in the dungeon, so they bring your food when you can't eat, you know, and, and, and just open the door and kind of slide it over on the dresser and close it real fast. And it's just like, God, I'm not going to bite anybody's arm off, you know. Because, and at the time, you can't eat anything. If you eat anything, you throw it up. And if you don't eat anything, you throw up because you haven't been able to eat anything. And it messes with every part of your body, every aspect, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. So, when they told my wife, they said, "You got to get him in here. You've Got to get him in here now." That was a drive that I hardly ever said two wor- hardly said two words to her because I couldn't breathe. And uh, that night, and, and you know, I don't throw my faith on everybody, but that, I'm not ashamed of it either. And, and that Thursday night, or that Friday night, I asked God to take my life. I said, "I can't take this anymore. Please kill me." please kill me. I can't take this anymore. So, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we always say, you know, and again, I'm not preaching to anybody, but God works in mysterious ways because an hour later, my wife stuck her head in and said, don't you dare die on us. We can't make it without you. And, uh, that just, you know, that just hit you. I said, well, I'll fight for one more day. So, understand i've been married to my wife for 18 years and she's the best thing that ever happened to me but when we were driving to that hospital the nurses dressed in full hazmat looking uniforms they they tell her she rolls down the windows they said do not get out of this car do not park you cannot come in this hospital you go back home and they open the door and i I got in a wheelchair. They helped me out into a wheelchair because I really didn't have enough strength, and I looked at her thinking this was the last time I'd ever see her. you know, and I told her, I said, I love you, you're the best thing that ever happened to me, and you know and, and that's some of the psychological things that that you go through in this. you know, I'd watch racers get hurt or die or everything, and yes, it tears me up, but this time it got very personal. And just so you know, while I had the COVID and running a hundred three degree temperature, I was still working on Competition Plus.
4: Oh, jeez, Bobby! <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah.
11: Well, hey, yeah. the news don't stop because you got a
4: hey.
11: uh, unhealable disease. <laughs> so, oh man! So,
9: Bobby know, Bennett joining to-
4: us from Competition Plus. You're hearing his story, his incredible story of making it through COVID nineteen. And it's just, I, it's amazing that we're talking to you right now. It's just, I just, well, I, I don't know what to say, but it also we've him. seen now that you were the beginning of this big wave in the United States. We've also seen now that Todd Smith, crew chief at NHRA, he's been hit pretty, or he was hit pretty bad and, and recovered from it. Uh, who is it? Juke, pro stock motorcycle racer, racer as well. There've been a couple of guys with Stuart Haas racing in NASCAR and Team Penske in NASCAR We're going to hear some others. That's just the way this damn virus is. How do you feel when you see NASCAR going off and now bringing in some fans and then knowing that IndyCar and NHRA are going to, at least as of now, still happen in July?
11: There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing. Those masks, that's the biggest freaking joke. If you think that mask is going to stop this thing, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. It's going to go right through it. That's what it was meant to be. And, I mean, this, this virus, everything that they would give me in this hospital worked just the opposite. Everything. And, I mean, I'm telling you, honest to goodness truth, when I rolled in that hospital and they took my temperature, and I saw the look on that nurse's face, like, oh, my gosh, my temperature was 104.4 on day number eight. And my blood sugar was 387. She's like, H- how you didn't end up in a diabetic coma? I don't know. I said because I had the will to live, and I'm gonna kick this thing's ass. And of course, so you gotta look. at it it. like I'm, I'm i uh, I'm like six shades of death here. You mm. know. I mean, I. You know, there's road hard and put away wet, and, and then there's what I look like. You know, I look like by about day number 12 of this thing, I look like Tom Hanks on Shipwrecked Island, you know, (laughs) (laughs) one of my friends, one of my friends, I FaceTimed and he said, please don't do that. You're scaring me. (laughs) And uh, so, so it's just, you know, it's one of these things, you know, it's like, I got to go, I'm coming to cover the at first, I was not going to come around to race until they had a cure for this thing. And I realized uh, I have a better chance of getting a trip to the moon than they have a cure in this thing anytime soon. So, you know, is this thing going to define what my life becomes? And I'm like, no, you know, I- I've survived COVID. Nothing else scares me, even the COVID again. And it's just like now I got to go into this humid, hot Indianapolis, not even right. being able to breathe, and now I gotta, I gotta wear a mask out there, you know.
1: And it's just so, like,
4: do you think this is really going to go off? Do you think the NHRA will really go off in July and August? We've got cases increasing throughout the country now.
11: Yes, we will. See, see, the whole thing is, is uh, you know, the whole thing that NASCAR and all these people are worried about. They're not worried and and this is just my pure opinion. they're not worried about other people catching this. they're worried about getting sued and held liable for it yeah i Makes mean sense. and the fact is is that nobody a bit more can i can tell you where I thought I caught it, but you can't you know what i mean and and you know people call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever but I just know what I experienced, and it was like no flu I ever had in my life.
3: Well, Bobby, the good news is this: is that uh, you stuck around to be a part of 20 years of the Freak Nation, 20 years of competition plus. We're glad that you did this. We got to go to break, man, but my, my friend, uh, power to you. Keep trudging on, will you? We need you.
4: I can't wait to see you again.
3: All right. I ain't quitting. And a boy, right? All right, Bobby. We're thinking about you, man. Good luck. Thank you that I waste all your time.
4: No, no, no uh, it's an incredible it's, story. That's
3: riveting radio, brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> I'm I'm too pissed off to quit. <laughs>
11: <laughs> yes,
3: I'm Bobby I'm Bennett serious. with competitionplus.com here in the Freak Nation. More freaks wow. next. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
0: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement.
7: 800 403 5912. 800 403 5912. That's 800 403 5912.
8: Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code radio and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all time greats and current stars from the NBA. NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the Superstars team. So with a number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, coveragegear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. And with Father's Day coming up, timing couldn't be better to check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at coveragegear.com. Coveragegear.com, we've got you covered.
7: Four two six twenty three zero one.
0: Casting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Breaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys.
4: What are we doing for the Bachelorette Party? And Step
0: Man. I am serious. Here's the brief.
3: Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. The website SpeedFreaks.tv. Coming up this hour, Chad Reed on his farewell ride in Salt Lake City for Supercross. His last ride, at least as a full-time Supercross pilot. Uh, was this afternoon and we'll have or this afternoon or yesterday, right? That happened this afternoon.
4: There was. Yeah, this afternoon. Yeah, it, this afternoon. Yes, Sorry. Yes. Again,
3: days are just running I together.
4: Know.
3: <laughs> it's not Saturday. It's Sunday, damn it. Uh, also, Lauren York, a fantastic actress from Roped. She'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And this is happening as we as we're doing the show. And Statman, I don't know if you've had a chance to see this, but did you see? This uh, is horrible. This, did by you see the, the latest horrible. with? um Daryl Bubba Wallace.
5: No, no. What 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 happened now?
3: I know and this isn't. That's not the best way to bring it up. Well, but read uh, NASCAR's I, I, statement. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to crash. Okay. Uh, there was, evidently. Let me get to the NASCAR statement here. Late this afternoon, NASCAR was made aware that a noose was found in the garage stall of the 43 team. We are angry and outraged, and cannot state strongly enough how seriously we take this heinous act. We have launched an immediate investigation and we will do everything we can to identify the persons responsible and eliminate them from the from the sport. As we have stated unequivocally, there is no place for racism in NASCAR, and this act only strengthens our resolve to make the sport open and welcoming to all. That that's this is happening as we as we talk, stat.
5: You know, there's two things in that. Number one, there's no fans. That came from somebody within the sport. Exactly.
4: And number two, two,
5: the nerve for them to allow that kind of mentality to hang around the garage for 60, 70 years, since the beginning of NASCAR. And now they're going to turn around and say, you know the, uh, you know, I they, 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 there's no room for that from the beginning, mm-hmm. but they made room for it, and now when it comes out of from within the sport, inside the sport, now they're going to say, "I, I wow, I, I, I I'm glad I didn't hear about this until now."
4: We're all hearing about it right now. It it literally only broke about 10 minutes ago.
3: Yeah, Bubba Wallace has responded. He says, today's despicable act of racism and hatred leaves me incredibly saddened and serves as a painful reminder of how much further we have to go as a society and how persistent we must be in the fight against racism. Over the last several weeks, I have been overwhelmed by the support from people across the NASCAR industry, including other drivers and team members in the garage. Together, our sport has made a commitment to driving, real change in championing a community that is accepting and welcoming of everyone. Nothing is more important, and we will not be deterred by the reprehensible actions of those who seek to spread hate. As my mother told me today, they are just trying to scare you. This will not break me. I will not give in, nor will I back down. I will continue to proudly stand for what we believe, what I believe in.
5: You know, the people who are doing a lot of this, that did a lot of the violence uh, during the protests and whipped up the foment for the violence in the protest are people from the far right who want to create something to allow uh, the White House to be law and order. And... and that's a far, you know, that's a pretty cynical way of looking at this. But that's what's happened. That is what's happened. They've arrested people. They've taken uh, Twitter pages down. So, yeah, this came from inside the sport and people who had smiled at him and laughed at him. You know, there it is.
3: And a race is supposed to take place tomorrow. Mm. Uh, We'll resume after we bring in some more affiliates here in Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studios.
0: Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this thing. 20 years of Speed Freaks, specifically the 25th of June, will be 20 years exactly. Coming up in moments, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, and the latest coming out of NASCAR. Something that, NAS- it's the last thing that NASCAR needed, but we'll get to that story coming up. regards to Daryl Bubba Wallace. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to check out the tires for your righteous ride. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? All
4: right, let's get to some good news. Racing on Father's Day weekend. We had a load of firsts. This was awesome. Supercross, of course, required a lengthy COVID-19 break from March to May. But they resumed in Utah. The final seven events in 22 days. Today was their season finale. Chad Reed retired From the top ranks of the sport over 22 years but we saw zach osborne winning his first ever final event his first big win in the 450s i should say and then get this this is such a cool story eli tomac clinched his first championship after four runner-up titles and two of those runner-up titles he was the winningest driver or winningest rider in each of those seasons wow so finally, Daddy Eli Tomac is your Supercross four fifty champ. Yes, I said Daddy, because he just became a father, speaking of firsts, on April twenty sixth of this year. So it's been quite an emotional roller coaster in twenty twenty for Eli Tomac. Now, your champions in the two fifty classes in the East. The title went to Chase Sexton, and it was Dylan Ferrandis winning the West Crown. NASCAR was reigned out for the Cup Series Sunday. It's now rescheduled for tomorrow at three PM. But the Arca and Xfinity series both race Saturday. The soon-to-be rideless Justin Haley won his first-ever Xfinity race, and he beat Ross Chastain to the finish line by less than three-tenths of a second to do so. Drew Dollar won his first ARCA race, also at Dega. He also had a little taking advantage of his teammate. His teammate spin with just a few laps to go. Drew Dollar joined us last hour. If you missed that, catch the podcast, speedfreaks.tv. Alex Zanardi suffered a very serious crash with his hand bike first into a truck on friday it's been a very serious weekend for him his vital signs remain stable but the update from the hospital on sunday morning was that his neurological condition did remain grave doctors cannot right now exclude the possibility of adverse events please prayers up for formula one and two-time kart champ alex zanardi Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba burgers all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba.
3: The summer, it's quickly approaching, and General Tire wants to put some money back in your pockets. Because now through April 30th, with the purchase of four new qualifying General Tire passenger tires, you'll receive up to a $70 Visa prepaid gift card. Choose from the Summer Ultra High Performance GMAX RS, the All-Season Ultra High Performance GMAX AS05, and the All-Season Touring Ultimax RT43 lines. So prepare to prove that anywhere is possible this summer with General Tire. For more information, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, driving speed freaks for 20
1: Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports radio redefined. New York City, New York City. You, are now you are now rapping, With 56, 50 You gotta love it, you gotta love
11: it. I just wanna chillin' my You me crazy, shorty. I need to see you and feel you next to me.
0: You
8: Speak Freaks on the Sunday
3: night, 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 night from Lucas Oil Studios. 20 years, Freak Nation. man, we got a verbal commitment to do a Zoom call this week with... Uh,
4: that, he's some little-known guy the, in motorsports. The uh, honorary
3: uh, fourth freak, Mario Andretti, to celebrate
5: 20 years <laughs> of the Freaks. Is he going to do another uh, phone message for us? <laughs> you know what? Just talking about
3: 20 years of Speed Freaks with Mario Andretti, he could he could do he could just sit there for 20 seconds and fall asleep, or 20 minutes and fall asleep. <laughs> 20
4: seconds, 20
3: minutes. <laughs> so we'll we'll share more with that. With the Freak Nation coming up um, this week, just be sure you follow us.
4: Working on a couple of other minor, you know, small people in the sport, Mm -hmm. too. Just, you know.
3: (laughs) And if you don't follow us or other NASCAR people who cover uh, NASCAR, uh, then this news will uh, grab you by the short hairs. Uh, Here's the latest from NASCAR statement on a noose found in Bubba Wallace's garage stall today. Today. At Talladega and again this is the statement from NASCAR late this afternoon NASCAR was made aware that a noose was found in the garage stall of the 43 team that's uh, Bubba's team we are angry and outraged and cannot state strong enough how seriously we take this heinous act we have launched an immediate investigation and will do everything we can to identify the persons responsible and eliminate them from the sport as we have stated unequivocally there's no place for racism in NASCAR and this act only strengthens our resolve to make the sport open and welcoming to all. Stad, I'm going to want you to comment here again, but one thing that I was noticing with us, with a lack of sports on our plate, NASCAR's headlines continue to be top of the line for many just general sports websites, one in particular, ESPN.com. And the top line of news was about the, confederate flag that was being flown over talladega earlier today that was their top story that was their top story at the time i thought man
4: some a-hole who actually put money down Mm -hmm. to get this plane to fly defund nascar over the track today with a ginormous confederate flag
3: i thought that's the kind of coverage that nascar is getting from espn and now stat look at what's going to happen we've supposedly got us a race tomorrow at talladega and this is the freaking headline that's going to be on everybody's mind going into this race tomorrow stat
5: they've got to understand i i do i do understand that they're trying to change all right but you can't change from channel four to channel five just by flipping a dial you've got to go through some purging amongst your own people Mm -hmm. not just the people in the grandstands but you got to go through some purging of your own people if you want to make this a new community and the world's going to be watching, not this, not just the sports world, but NASCAR has represented Southern values and uh, racism for a long time, practically since its beginning. And now they want people to say we're different. Well, you got to prove it. You're going to have to go after these people. You're going to have to find them soon and, do something about it. I mean, there there are people. This is a, a very terrible thing to happen because there, black men are being found hanging from trees, in yeah. twice in Southern California, at least twice in Houston, once in New York, oh, and I've got relatives uh, relatives in Houston, a, a cousin in Houston, who says there the rumors are that there's a lot more out there. So. They're they're going to have to do something about this right away because they they potentially face federal investigation. I mean, if the FBI shows up and knocks on the gate tomorrow and says, "Hey, what's going on here? I thought you were trying to," and you know, this is not something that you know just it's little NASCAR thing. This is a real, very real, dangerous reality that is in America, and certainly it's in NASCAR. NASCAR represents uh, certainly a mindset that's in America right now, and uh, they're going to have to do something about it. They cannot let this go on another 24 hours.
3: You bring that up about the FBI. This Again, pardon my ignorance for asking this question, where maybe it's not a question, it's a statement. I would assume that this is a hate crime.
4: Oh, without question.
3: Okay. And it being a hate crime, investigations, investigators, and so forth will need to get involved in this. And I don't think you're you're too far off the mark, step Stat- man, that we may not see a race tomorrow because of this.
5: Yeah, I mean it's not not just Daryl Wallace But Daryl Wallace races for Richard Petty. And Richard Petty is one of those names like John Force, uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Those names transcend sports. They are cultural names. And people who don't know anything about auto racing know the name Richard Petty. So this is going to get much more. It's bad enough as it is, but it's going to get that much more interest uh, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if, uh, maybe not from thinking out loud, maybe not from this Justice Justice Department, but that I wouldn't be surprised at all if FBI agents don't show up uh, at the uh, racetrack tomorrow. Whether or not the race will get delayed is anybody's guess, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're there. Maybe they'll be there in uh, plain clothes. Uh, But NASCAR cannot afford, if they're serious about this new world order, they cannot afford to allow this to go on another 24 hours.
4: Again, I want to try to look at some positives here. There's no better person that I've at least known in NASCAR over our 20 years of Speed Freaks and then my time doing a little bit with NASCAR prior there's nobody better, in my opinion, that could be at the helm of this sport than what they have right now in Steve O'Donnell. So thank goodness, because he is he's basically saying no tolerance for any of this BS. But I don't know if I could have absolutely said that 10 years ago. So at least there's that. Do you feel any more comfortable with leadership in NASCAR now than you did years ago, Statman?
5: Oh, well, the mere fact that this has happened it couldn't have happened under Bill Sr., under Bill Jr., under Brian. Well, why, do,
4: why do you say that?
5: Because it was – they didn't – they wouldn't have stood for – maybe they wouldn't have stood for Daryl Wallace to begin with. But uh, you know, there's hmm. got to be a reason why nobody that looks like Daryl Wallace are very few. There was uh, very few people – uh, that even that Wendell Scott, when he won a race, they mm-hmm. didn't uh, allow him to stand in victory circle, victory lane. The, they didn't even give him the trophy until like mm-hmm. three days later. So because they were afraid that he'd have to stand, uh, a black man would have to stand and have his picture taken with the white woman who was the queen mm-hmm. of the race. In those days, that's what, that's what was happening. That's where NASCAR came from. So NASCAR has uh, a long road to hoe, and they have a chance to prove that they're serious about this if they can find who it is, who did it, especially if one of the drivers turns the guy in. Uh, There are some some good people in there. Uh, We know them. We've had them on the show. Mm -hmm. We've talked to them. And if they turn... Uh, whoever did this, if they turn him in, that's a that's a that goes a long way uh, in NASCAR. But there have been people who have crashed into uh, uh, Darrell. There have been people who have forced him off the track, uh, and there's you know he's he's um, wow he's out there all by himself. I can't that he's out there all by himself. This is not. This is not a time in American history for uh, you know him to be out there. And no matter what NASCAR says it wants to do, uh, they're going to have to prove it now, as soon as possible. More freaks next. Good
8: evening, my fellow citizens. It's
5: I've always wondered why Mercedes doesn't do more marketing with Lewis Hamilton here in the United States. The six-time world champion driver is one of the most recognized black men in the world. Hamilton now, though, is speaking for himself and he might be heard on his own, even here in America. He's announced a commission designed to use motorsport to advance education and opportunities among black youth. In the Times of London, Hamilton announced a partnership with the Royal Academy of Engineering. The Hamilton Commission will focus on how motorsport can be used to increase interest and opportunities for black youth in science technology engineering and math in the times he wrote if we want to change things in a real way we need a more diverse group of people in positions of power but that ambition becomes a lot more difficult if kids aren't getting the education they need maybe mercedes can back a similar push here in america black americans buy their cars maybe they should respect that more peace
0: Greets Motorsports Radio, redefined.
7: help we offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all you have nothing to lose so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation 800-880-7167 880 7167 that's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media.
3: The news that a noose was found. In the garage stall of the 43, which is driven by a black driver, Daryl Bubba Wallace continues to shoot up the social media headlines. It's making its way up to the top headline on Twitter. And you look at what, what this race was today. Well, first of all, it didn't run. It's rained out. But also, as far as I know, no fans are allowed into the pits. From what I understand, stat, crash, tell me differently, that these drivers and teams come in the day of. There's no practicing, nothing of that nature. They show up to the garage, hop in their cars, and go get out on the track. No fans are allowed into the garage, correct?
4: That's that's exactly right. correct. Nobody except for those with a hard card, might I say, as well. So this is someone who has been credentialed through NASCAR, mm-hmm. not through the track. I mean, there's
3: li- there's limited press people in that, there. That's
4: where I, that's where I was going. I mean, you've only got hard carded media, and you've got very limited of those types of media as well. There's at lim- these races.
5: There's limited team people. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, right. only allowed sixteen people. Uh, with the driver and the crew chief and all the pit crew people, I think there's they're allowed the six, and there's probably a couple more. So there's a lot of people that are part of the team that normally travel with the team who aren't there. These are the core people. Uh, you know, there's some there's something else that looking over some of these stories is only a couple of couple of headlines. Uh, Wallace is sponsored by a black billionaire in St. Louis. Uh, and his team is owned by, I don't think Richard Petty is a billionaire, but uh, is owned by a cultural icon uh, in America. Uh, but the only person who's getting any, and uh, Daryl Wallace is part of the, is, is the story. Uh, a black man is, you know, a, a noose found in the garage of a black man but there's other parts of this story that, uh, and especially now, I think in the context of what's happening in America where black men are being f- found hung in trees and they're calling it suicides, uh, There's this is not a time in American history for this to go on. And I keep repeating uh, federal governmental well, maybe not this federal government, but the federal justice department will shut this thing down before they allow uh, a lot of this stuff to get out of control. So NASC, they're they're going to give NASCAR probably 24 hours to do something, but if they don't, uh, there's going to be a you know, there's going to be a uh, a lot of dominoes are going to fall in that garage. Follow
3: us on Twitter at Speed Freaks for the latest. Another gentleman to follow, Jeff Gluck, Bob Pachras, uh, who had their finger on the pulse of NASCAR. I think Statman's correct there that those people that are involved in the federal government, FBI, could go on and on, that they've got their eye on the stat that NASCAR has to make the right move if not the FBI or someone of that stature. We'll make the move for them.
5: Yeah. I. You know who I wish has just come to mind? I wish Monty Dutton was okay. still a You know, I mean, he would he would find out. Uh, there, there are people who are no longer in the press room that we know who would find out uh, before anybody would. They know these people, and they would have— uh, they would probably know who the person is and, uh, you know, they would have dropped a dime on them. Uh, it's just it's just so ugly. Uh, it's just so ugly. And for the people who don't think this way uh, to allow this to continue to go on, uh, it's, it's going to soil them as well.
4: Are you saying or are you believing that... NASCAR has to find this person in the next 24 hours, person or persons. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying by taking swift yes. action or without the feds yes. shutting them down? Yeah,
5: they're Ooh, gonna, they're gonna, they, they've made this uh, part of their marketing strategy for, what, three weeks now. Uh, and they're trying to emerge out of this swamp that they've been in uh, for all of their life. And there, people are looking at him now and said, if, you, if you're going to want us to believe this, you're going to have to do something about this now. And mm-hmm. you can't, this can't drag on for days or weeks. This has got to happen immediately with the entire country seething over yeah, uh, right. systemic racism uh, that, you know, who knows? They may not be able to hold the race tomorrow. If people go in there and decide, we're going to shut this thing down, you people are crazy.
3: Stat, you bring up the, the other instances of nooses, and here's a headline that came out three days ago, I believe out of Oakland. Several nooses found on trees at Lake Merrick hate crime investigation underway, uh, Oakland mayor says. So, yeah, we're 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 in line of saying that this is uh, perceived as a hate crime and the FBI they're in on the investigation on these nooses at Lake Merritt in Oakland.
5: Yeah. And I, and I'm crazy enough to believe that uh, this is something that's done deliberate, something that's done to rise, rile, uh, foment anger and allow the uh, a, a reelection campaign to declare law and order these uh, that, that's the only uh, thing in America that benefits from having something like this uh, happen at this time this this is just not a good time in American history for on either side for this to happen
3: the statement that you made stat and it's and it's it it has to be refreshing for Bubba Wallace to to at least see and hear these drivers having his back but to hear you say that he is all alone again it, it just cements the fact that he is the only black driver in a predominantly white white garage, white fan base, white owners,
5: white industry white I mean, industry, is there's, correct there's there's probably. If you include all the black people on all the pit teams, there there's probably not a dozen black people in all of those teams. Uh, maybe you know less than two dozen. I'm saying there's probably not a dozen people in all those teams, maybe two dozen if you include some of the officials that NASCAR has trotted out there in the last five years. So, um, in fact, there was just, just, um, the other day, somebody sent me a, a thing on Facebook of a black guy who was named, uh, the head of diversity programs or something in NASCAR. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, his name is Thompson, I believe it's on my Facebook page, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is just not the time in, in American history. For this to happen, and uh, Jimmy Johnson has been close to Daryl in in the last couple of weeks, and was a part of encouraging him to, uh, you know, take the stands that he's taking. Uh, you know, we talked to Jimmy; we know him to be a righteous guy, at least uh, with us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, somebody like that's going to have to step up and say he did it. Uh, you know, and point, drop a dime on somebody. and But they've got to get this done quickly, quickly, quickly.
3: And again, a reminder, Freak Nation, that Talladega did not run today. It was rained out. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens tomorrow for the next, geez, 24 hours my butt, for the next 12 hours. What's going to happen Do we know what what time is the reschedule for tomorrow? It's
4: supposed to be 3 p.m. Eastern, so that'd be noon Pacific.
3: Okay. All right. Well, yeah, this is um, the development between now and then is just going to be sizable. Well, it should be uh, regardless. Uh, Again, this is developing as as we talk, Freak Nation. It's just a situation where you think, holy smokes, what else can happen? Well, there it is. All right, man, we'll uh, catch our breath and be back more with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Speed Freaks,
3: Motorsports Radio,
0: redefined.
4: Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades.
2: It works.
6: Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you gotta get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do you spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works go to lucasoil.com for more information
4: hey it's crasher from the freaks if someone's cooking burgers i want a unique flavor and there's only one that truly hits the spot bubba burgers jalapeno or sweet onion burgers and it's straight from your local grocery store there's even reduced fat and turkey bubba burgers how about an angus bubba burger basically there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger again available in your grocery store you'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba
1: introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV your exclusive unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like Dave Despain hosting the legends and current superstars of racing For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv Lucas Oil Racing TV Grab it and hold on tight The Texas Roadkill
3: The San Francisco Swallows And the Arizona Pricks Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams But they are some of the most creative Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos Each team has a history A meaning behind it like the New Orleans Curse Or the Nashville Bootleggers And these t-shirts, they are awesome With the highest quality, 100% cotton available And are ridiculously soft Grab your your favorite city's t shirt now at Awesome That's Awesome Sports and
1: get awesome. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Nation.
3: We were going to run the Chad Reed interview for this segment, but frankly, I just I'm not comfortable running it right now. I think we need to talk we need to talk through some things. We have a good sixteen minutes here to, to continue to discuss as you see Bubba Wallace's name shooting up, at least on my Twitter feed, to number two just below Father's Day, surpassing the Espies on social media. Every well, sorry. Many people are commenting on the fact that a noose was found in the garage stall of number 43 this afternoon at Talladega. Talladega was not, did not run today, rained out. It's supposed to run tomorrow. NASCAR has issued a statement. Bubba Wallace has responded as well. I, now that this has, had, this has had 15, 20 minutes to marinate crash stat, let me, let me pose it this way if a noose was found in the locker of a black linebacker with the Baltimore Ravens do you think the the night or the day before or whatever the, the morning of a, a game do you think the ravens would play their game stat know under these me. circumstances right 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 now given where we are oh, with the social in- are, yeah. yeah
5: right now not last year but right now stat I, you took the the. I was waiting for you to stop so I could say. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You know, after twenty years, we've been together a long time. Uh, if 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 the drivers had any guts, they would not run tomorrow until oh, wow. this is sorted out. Yeah. If they get if they get on the track and race and put what's happened. Uh, put racing above what's happened, then uh, that's, to me, that's a sign that uh, NASCAR doesn't take seriously banning the Confederate flag, the statement that they made that there's no place for racism. Uh, At this time in history, with men found dangling from trees across America, you cannot allow someone to put a noose in the garage of a driver and expect to go on uh, like everything is natural and this is the way we're supposed to do and Daryl would want us to race.
4: It is racing, though, in that when you just ended, I was was with you until that very last part of what you just said. They wouldn't want us to say, and Daryl would want to go on with the race, but that is what we've seen in racing. Now, granted, that was the past and this is the now, but in the past, when a driver has died, they are on the track the very next weekend, as hard as, as that is. So yes, this isn't a death, but this is a hate crime insinuating a death. So yeah, it needs to be taken very seriously. I oh, there's going to be just... there's
5: going to be demonstrations outside yep. of the gates, yep. uh, and those demonstrations uh, are going to be met by. The defund NASCAR flag waivers. Uh, it potentially it could get really ugly, and that's why I believe that this is something that was done uh, on purpose by someone who's trying to build up a law and order campaign. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is something that uh, is just straight up hate. Uh, this is something that has a political reality to it. And uh, if there's a demonstration outside the gates tomorrow uh, and it's met with equal demonstrations, demonstrators from the other side of the, of the aisle, then uh, that's exactly what uh, a, a mentality, a mindset in America wants right now.
3: And what's happened with this, with Bubba Wallace, the, the rest of America... is I don't know I'm sorry if it's a noun or verb or, or adjective is woke. <laughs> and what I mean by that is Alvin Kamara, a very popular NFL player sporting his Bubba Wallace Richard Petty gear. You've got LeBron James, you have other athletes and black athletes supporting Bubba. So th- this isn't go- this this isn't going to be swept under the rug. It's got everybody's eyes and ears on it. So it's going to be curious how they handle this. And stat, let's say they find this person or they find out how this noose got into the garage 9. AM
5: in the morning. Do you still run the race? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they find, if they find who put the noose there uh, in the next 10 minutes, do we race tomorrow? There's there's bigger issues here. There the the fact that that uh, somebody could fly a plane over the track with the flag. They're challenging NASCAR's authority in this to raise the flag of uh, the Confederacy, the battle flag. Uh, and i you know I don't want to I don't want to be hanging from a tree tomorrow. But uh, they. They people are challenging whether or not NASCAR has the right to do this. They've taken away the you know statues. They've taken away the flag, and now they're taking away NASCAR. So uh, they you know people are saying you can't do this. This is our tradition. This is what we believe. And uh, you know that's there's, there, there's going to become a time when. Uh, they're they're going to have to. The rubber's going to meet the road, and they're going to have to do something. This cannot be allowed to uh, happen. It cannot be allowed to happen.
4: We knew Talladega was going to be a tough place to visit soon after NASCAR removed the Confederate flag from any of their properties and and said that no one was allowed to display it, and also took language out of their rule book saying that you had to stand for the national anthem they're now allowing people to do you know whatever they want to do during the anthem to protest something such as police brutality and and social inequality but didn't think this was gonna happen I mean it's it wasn't I can't fathom the balls of somebody to do this unless like you said Statman, unless there's maybe some sort of a political motive here that we will be shocked with again in in hours come tomorrow but, it wouldn't
5: shock me. It would not shock really, me yeah. in the least. Uh, I mean, there there are Seeing people that- there are people who from the alt right who have been arrested for shooting at at policemen. Uh, oh, Twitter yes. has thrown alt right organizations off of their uh, their community for uh, suggesting that uh, demonstrators should. Uh, Be more violent and create violence out of the demonstrations that happened after the George Floyd uh, death. Mm -hmm. So, no, it would not shock me in the least if this is not a political statement. There are people who want uh, this kind of, uh, uh, who want to foment this kind of anger in uh, the the country right now, and we're going to see more of this. Uh, between now and November 3rd
4: in the country. Yes. Do you think motorsports will, I mean, Talladega is Talladega, but do, will we see this at other tracks necessarily?
5: I don't know. I don't know other tracks, but NASCAR is a part of the culture. When people talk uh, of racing in America, they don't talk about NHRA. They don't talk about IndyCar. They certainly don't talk about IMSA. They talk about NASCAR NASCAR is racing, and uh, so when America uh, looks at the racing community, first thing they see is NASCAR, and if NASCAR cannot get rid of the racism that's been endemic to the sport for since its beginning, then all of the sport, all of motorsports is going to suffer because of it.
3: Again, if you're just tuning into Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, the reason we sound somewhat dire is we just got word 30, 45 minutes ago that it's been reported that NASCAR found a noose in the garage stall of the number 43 of Bubba Wallace, a black driver. And NASCAR released a statement about 45 minutes ago. And I also see that NASCAR... Uh, we'll be treating it as a crime scene okay. of such. And again, I, my apologies if I'm not quoting everything to specifics because this is developing as we move along. But NASCAR will be working with the authorities okay. uh, moving forward because. As I read the statement in regards to Oakland three days ago, nooses were found by Lake or near Lake Merritt, just outside of Oakland, and they're treating that as a hate crime.
5: Now, it's in the center of Oakland. It's, uh, it's a beautiful part of Oakland. It's just a gorgeous, one of the most beautiful parts of the city.
3: So that tells me that that's it, – it just it, – it can't – I can't escape this. That this, is, this isn't This is – it can happen in California. It can happen in Arizona. It can happen in Texas. But, damn it, it's happening in al freaking bama
5: Okay? I said it. Mm-hmm. said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, if people probably expected something to happen, especially after they banned the flag. Uh, that they expected. I like you see said, flag
4: protesters. I'd never would yeah. see something like this. Yeah. Well, you don't. You know,
5: you don't expect to see uh, lynchings either, um, no, you don't. or You're right. a pandemic You're right. of suicides among black men in America. Uh, so. Yeah, this is this is a, a very this is a very difficult time, and we've got to rise above this. How we handle the next twenty weeks uh, till November third is going to define what America is going to be for the next two or three generations, at least. So this is just a piece of of uh, what's possible. And hopefully, there's not going to be any demonstrations outside the, the gates tomorrow. But this is America, and this there have been demonstrations all over America. And after this, uh, there's probably people that are moving there now. Even if, uh, you know, and I believe even more so now, that uh, this was done on purpose. This is a political statement wow. to uh, create a law and order uh, campaign. in america saw where
3: someone was quoted as saying something about the the confederate flag and we had ryan mcgee on last week and how his family was directly involved with slavery ryan mcgee writes for espn ESPN espn.com senior writer and you're still seeing those comments it has nothing to do with slavery or suppression it's just about our heritage well you know what that noose in the 43 garage stall, that's your heritage. That's the <laughs> yeah. heritage of the South and the Confederate flag. Yeah. Goes so, along right with it. Yep. Right? So don't tell me it's about the heritage. Okay? If it's about the heritage, then, then own it. Then own the noose in the 43 garage. Own that. That's your heritage. Just let that resonate a little bit. You want to call it as a as heritage? Jeez. Just, I just, just hearing that statement that Bubba Wallace he is all alone. He's all uh, he can have forty other drivers surround him, but still, he's all alone. He is absolutely all alone. And and we wonder why last year, or year before that. For lack of a better word, he was having a, a nervous breakdown of sorts. We don't know what's going on in the mind of, of Bubba Wallace. We certainly can can see why you could have some
5: dilemma. God about that. Yes. Oh, man. Now, yeah, he's carrying, carrying a the whole... Year. Wow.
4: Yeah,
5: he's carrying an entire mindset all on his own and if his head's not on straight it's not like willie ribs or you know drove bill lester out of the sport uh so um, yeah i mean there's he's carrying it all on his shoulders and uh, you know then this this cannot help this cannot help and i've got to believe that there's more than one person who knows who did this in the garage and uh, they've got to, they've got to let it out. This there's too much at stake here to uh, allow this to go unpenalized beyond tomorrow. The number one
3: trend in America right now is Bubba Wallace. At damn near midnight east coast time and 9 p.m. pacific time and i saw someone who was furloughed from the indycar series and i i like what this person said that we try we do our best not to go to bed angry it's just not healthy but this just pisses me off and i got a 6-year-old down there that has no idea what's going on and thank goodness hopefully this garbage will only be things that she reads about in her history books her junior year in high school this is absolute garbage hmm. yeah this time tomorrow freak nation there will be there will be movement either way and we put it out there uh, at speed freaks asking you uh, we used stats quote uh, asking you should they race tomorrow should they race overwhelmingly so far Lenny at Lenny underscore Miller drivers should not race shut it down to the culprit comes forward yes stay home until they find who did it from Joe Remy let NASCAR fans know this s will get you no racing to watch yeah
5: Leonard Miller is uh I know Leonard and we've had long conversations he put together uh the Viceroy team Uh, He had uh, black American racers. He's written books. I think he's been on our show before. So, uh, yeah, he's been involved in getting black people in racing for, uh, you know, since the 70s.